So today we keep Trinity Sunday in the church, and um, usually as I say those words, um, people's eyes glaze over with indifference. Because for most of us, thinking about the Trinity just doesn't seem very interesting. Um, doesn't, not something, you know, there's some truths of our faith that we relate to at an emotional level, and for most of us, Somehow the Trinity doesn't do that. It's more like it's a riddle or a puzzle that somehow God is three and one and one in three. Well, I want today to try and explain actually why the Trinity is so pivotal to our faith and what it says in our faith actually should mean it's something that we relate to at an emotional level. And I want to try and make that point by making a comparison that what would our notion of God be like if we didn't have the Trinity? And then to compare that with what we know of God in the Trinity. But if you want to try and think what our notion of God would be like if we didn't have the Trinity, or we can just think back in history to what people understood of God beforehand, before Jesus Christ. So we can look to the ancient Greek philosophers, men like Aristotle and Plato. And they were men of reason, of philosophy. They were able to figure out an awful lot of things about God. Things that were, are true. They could see just from human reason that all the pagan idols were fake. That there weren't many gods, but one God that that God wasn't a statue, that he was a spirit. That human reason alone, without even the Bible, without the holy tradition of the church that comes down to us through the centuries, reason alone was able to know many things about God. To know that God was one, that he was spiritual, not material, that he was, as Aristotle put it, the, the first cause of the universe. That he was the unmoved mover that moved other things while himself being um, stable. That he'd always existed, he'd never started to exist, and that he was infinite without limits. So the ancient Greek philosophers, without the Bible, without Jesus, they knew many things about God. But there is, and this is the key point I want to make today, there's one thing we fail to find in the ancient Greek philosophers, and that's the notion that God is interested in you, that he loves you, that he cares for humanity. That the ancient Greek philosophers had this transcendent eternal God that they realized was truly there but they didn't have any connection with what he thought how he related to us that he loves us that with that we the ancient Greek philosophers had no notion that God was relational and he has to be relational if he's going to love us Well, let's compare that to what we know of God in the Trinity, what in Jesus Christ has been revealed. 
that what Jesus has told us in telling us of the Trinity is that love and relationship are the very essence of what God is. And so scripture says, God is love. So when we say as Christians, following our Lord's teaching, that God is, in God there is one God with three persons, what we're saying is that there is this eternal, loving interrelationship between these three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And when the church professes things like saying that the Son is equally God, as truly God as the Father is, when the church professes, as we'll say very shortly in the Creed, that the Son always existed, that although he is begotten of the Father, he is eternally begotten of the Father, that that the Son didn't start to exist at some stage, that God is always has been these three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that he is in his very nature, relationship and love. And that changes everything. That changes how he relates to us. So to conclude, the Trinity isn't something easy to understand. In fact, it's part of what we believe about it that you can't, in a sense, understand it. You can only accept that God has told us this in Jesus Christ. That you by yourself, if you didn't know Jesus, there's no way you could sit down with a thousand years and figure out that God is a Trinity. But what God has revealed in Jesus Christ is that this is precisely what he is. This eternal relationship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And it's in that eternal relationship of love that we see that he is love and is therefore able to love us. And if we grasp that, then the doctrine of the Trinity should indeed be something that moves us at a profound emotional level.